Dookie Radio Show. Hello, 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 hello. This is the Dookie Radio Show because we've got nothing better to do and, and neither, neither do you. you. With me in the studio via remote recording technology, Sylvia Silversmith. Hello, Dookie. Hello, everyone in isolation. And living in the same flat, it's Marsha McDonald. Hey, peeps. What up? Oh, how's isolation treating you, Marsha? Yeah, you know, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's normally, been okay, Dookie. Right. I think we should all talk about, you know, what's what's going well with it, right? Because mm. there are so many people that are, you know, ranting and raving. And, you know, that has its time and its place. But that doesn't feel like a Dookie radio show thing. Are, are, they, are there really people doing that? I, I hadn't noticed. Do you live in a cave? Sometimes. The only bad thing about lockdown for me, Dookie, is that I have sustained... A lockdown injury. Oh, what's happened? Dookie, she's got a fat finger. A fat finger. I do, Dookie. I have a fat finger from a literary injury. Were you writing vigorously and you injured yourself? No, Dookie. I was reading a book that was, is both heavy in content and in actual pounds in weight. So something which is physically heavy, but also is intellectually taxing. Yes. Yes. And, you, you know, I'm not reading Kafka, you know, let's not, you know, make more of it than what it is. But War and Peace? No, I'm not. I mean, it's it's irrelevant what I'm reading about. The listeners don't know. It's, it's, re- it's really boring. We want to know. It's boring to people. It's just that it's heavy. And I think it's it it sprained my finger. And now I have a fat finger because it's all swollen. Are you one of those people that, that when you're reading, you hold your book upwards in a slightly pretentious manner, but one that is aesthetically pleasing? Absolutely. Because I'm all about being aesthetically pleasing right now. You know what's really great, though, about having an injury is that you introduced me to this person in the States who I haven't met face-to-face. You've met her face-to-face, but I haven't met her face-to-face. But we became friends on Facebook, and she's a veterinarian. Oh, tiny Uh, DJ. Yes, Yes. tiny. And she's giving me medical advice through Facebook that's proved to be very, very effective. Isolation, a period in which you get free medical advice even if it's really supposed to be for an animal. It's fantastic, and it worked to treat. So anybody out there who has a sprain or a swelling, alternate ice and heat because it does stuff that's good, and it helps. I'm sure there are people around the world and everywhere who have sustained fat finger-related injuries exactly. if you due have a, to reading heavy books. Yeah, absolutely. If you have a literary um, injury... This is a thing for you. Go go see Tiny on Facebook because she gives great medical advice. I mean, that's fantastic. And she's a really fun person. Too. She is indeed, which is it's very, very, very good. So, I mean, I haven't noticed anybody ranting about anything, um, either in this country or any other country. Yeah, you know. So I must be missing out. Yeah, you're really missing out there, Duke. You know, you know people are assholes, you know, and they're, you know, I think it just puts assholery right under the you know under like a bell jar Mm. right at this time and you know it's too easy to focus on that because it also puts the good stuff under a bell jar too and you got to focus on that otherwise you'll lose your mind the dookie radio show your good stuff bell jar it's the good stuff bell jar right have you read that book oh my god oh indeed yeah sylvia plath yes yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean if you're a woman who's like 
I don't know, white and miserable. You got to read that book. It's like a, it's like your bat mitzvah. There's right? a, a white miserable woman in me just wanting to get out. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so it's like that, but happy. Right. Right? It's like Sylvia Plath without the oven. <laughs> it's Sylvia Plath without the oven. That's this this podcast, right? <laughs> you know, you got to try to find some light in the shade. So, Dookie, Lockdown, mm. Tiger King. Tiger King is our Vera Lynn. We'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know where. She went up, she sang in front of our troops. All One right. day we'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know. Don't know when. She was Irene? Basically, she was Irene before Irene. Wow. Tiger King is just a great unifier. Sylvia can't watch it. I've got such FOMO over Tiger King because I can't watch it because my soppiness about animals just knows no bounds. And I just can't deal with any creature in the world being unhappy for even one second. But I really appreciate you guys all coming together over it. Tiger King, it's like a gift from the gods. Ah, uh, it really is. Because it you know, only arrived on our screens recently. Yeah. You know, just in time for the event that we're all experiencing. Yeah, yeah. I got a feeling, though, that um, we're kind of preaching to the converted here because, like, if you haven't seen it, you've probably seen it. You know what I mean? You would have like, come across anybody, the reference Yeah, points. anybody who's going to have seen it is, has seen it. Mm. But, you know, that's one thing that's good and it's bringing people together. The only thing I can recommend on Netflix that maybe people haven't seen and is that How to Fix a Drug Scandal. Wow. Absolutely. She, okay, so all you need to know about this doc, if you haven't seen it, is this woman was smoking crack at her workstation. I've been known to do that myself. I get it. Now, she wasn't just smoking crack at her workstation. She was making crack at her workstation. I now know the recipe thanks to that particular yeah, I mean, Netflix wow. offering. I just, I, you know, I kind of wish it had been longer. Like, mm. I, what was it, four episodes? I could have dealt with at least another four. Mm. I would highly recommend that because, yes, I thought it should be longer, too, because it was really good. I have to say that it wasn't just crack. You know, she was doing... She, she was, was also, doing meth. Yes, liquid meth. She tried LSD. It's a good word for me to say, yeah. acronym. It was a really good doc. Like, what was going on in Massachusetts, which is another good word for me. At that time, all oh my wordly word. Which state? Massachusetts. All oh, right, thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much. I'm kind of sorry that I don't come from Massachusetts. Just so that I can tell people I come from Massachusetts. You do now. <laughs> I, I do now. I'll just tell people I'm from Massachusetts. One thing on Facebook, which has been another gift from the gods, mm. is it's a private forum called Terrible Art in Charity Shops. It has been amazing. Basically, it does what it says on the tin. Dookie. Until the obvious... Uh, changed our lives. Yes. It used to be a forum for people to share vile bits of art that they yes. have seen around the globe at charity shops. Yes. And what's happened is that obviously people can't go out to charity shops. Charity shops are temporarily shut, I would imagine. Yes. And certainly people can't go out. But what they can do, the members can recreate the fantastic artwork that has featured 
over the years in this oh, forum. Duke, it's been bringing me joy every day. You you only recommended that site to me, that page, Facebook page to me, <clears> just before it all kicked off. And people need to know, though, listeners need to know that you need to answer some questions because you have to be invited to join, mm. right? So they can say the Dookie radio show sent them. And then you have to agree to follow some guidelines. One of which, do you remember the last guideline? Is don't be a dick. It's don't be a dick, yeah. which I just love. And then they accept you, hopefully, if you agree to, maybe you don't want to agree not to be a dick. Maybe you like being a dick. I don't know. I mean, it's your prerogative. I love being a dick. Exactly. So, you, you know, if you want to be a dick, then maybe it's not the site for you. But you do have to sign up. And it's called Terrible Art in Charity Shops. And... It's yeah, like you say, it's international, which is just amazing. It's like bringing the whole world together. It's international. There is a, an equal divide between men and women. Yes, the artwork which has been recreated in people's homes, flats, studios is absolutely remarkable. The yes. effort, the effort yes. that people are going into to recreate these images involves a degree of vulnerability being expressed. There's some buttocks getting out there. But, you know, not not in the pervy way. Like, if the piece of art that they're recreating has buttocks in it, mm. you know, you, then you get your buttocks out. People are incorporating their pets into some of these recreations. The amount of costumery, makeup being employed is absolutely remarkable. To me, it's just amazing what people have in their house. Because I think, oh, well, I could recreate that. But, you know, I don't have construction paper lying around or, like, grease paint. Do you have grease paint in your house, Dookie? I can't say that I do. So, yeah, it's just, wow, you have all that stuff to hand and you've employed it to this amazingly funny purpose. And it's just a triumph of the human spirit. So get out there, ask to be signed up if you agree not to be a dick, and then look and look at all the art and then try to recreate it because it's um, it's making me happy every day. Triumph of the human endeavor. Yes, it's like a tonic. So what I do is I go on the news and just have a quick skim to make sure that I know what's going on in the world. And then I wash all that out of my head by looking at terrible art and charity shops and what people are doing. Because it's just, it's a tonic. It's an absolute tonic. Another great escape from the obvious and I need to give you a preface here. Although it's not great to be late to the party, it still means that you like to party. I'm referring to... Hi, welcome to... Oh. Dookie. Yes. Dookie. Trixie Mattel. Dookie. And Katia. Dookie, this woman, right? I mean, I know you too. I mean, this woman's so obsessed, like... She was even talking to her neighbor, like, in the style of this morning. Because she'd just been listening to all their podcasts, and it's rubbing off on her. And it's called... Uh, How do you spell that? Okay, it's spelled U-N-H-H-H-H. So that's U-N with four H's. And it's pronounced... And it's really just two people <gasps> who are magnificent, Trixie Mattel and Katya, who talk about whatever they want to talk about because it's their show. And not yours. Because it's our show. And not yours. I like that. Dookie, I'm so, I think it's the best thing ever. Like, I think I love this show and these two queens more than I love animals, more than I love chocolate. So chocolatey. 
More than I love nacho cheese Doritos. Mm. Nacho cheese flavored Doritos brand tortilla chips. That is major. Bold statements. Oh my God. Bold statements. I can't even talk about this show without feeling slightly emotional. They've made me so, so happy. So happy. And there is a parallel with the terrible art in charity shops and the recreations. Okay. In that with the charity shop lot, people aren't afraid to expose themselves. This is true. They're not afraid to be honest. They're not afraid to let it all hang out. Dookie, they saw Honest in the rearview mirror about nine million miles ago. I mean, these Katya two... Katya and Trixie, Oh, my is. word. These two queens. I will... It does come with a caveat. If you have children or small people around, you, you might not want to watch this with them in the room. Because the vulgarity is such that... It, like, I like to think that I'm a really open person who's been who's done and seen a few things in her life. I haven't seen a lot in my life. I'm not saying like I'm like one of those really exciting people who's seen a lot, but you know, I've heard about a lot. Like nothing really shocks me or makes me blush. These two can make me blush and they can bring me back to my Methodist upbringing and make me go, oh my word, oh my word, oh! Like they do, they, no stone is left unturned. No asshole or ring piece is Mm. left unexamined. So get the children out of the room if you're going to watch it or make sure that your earphones are very firmly in your ear canals. Because, wow. I mean, aren't they? They, I bet bet they've even made you blush, our dear Dookie. They have. I have to say, they're not uh, detailed for the sake of doing it. It's not, um, they're not trying to shock. No, it's fascinating. They're just really detailing what they get up to, their preferences. I have a couple of gay friends who, you know, they've told me like a lot about what they get up to. Like a lot. And Trixie and Katya, but I still, you know, there's still like gaps in my knowledge where, you know, just like practical stuff. Katya and Trixie, well, best education I've ever had in my life. I feel like I've got a PhD in like anal. (laughs) (laughs) It's so... Let me let me just clarify. Yes, please. Our podcast is like Sylvia Plath without the other. Yes. In a similar way, if you were to listen to the the podcast from Katya and Trixie Mattel, it would help you to get a PhD. <laughs> In anal. In anal. Yes. And I'm, you know, I'm not the demographic. You know, I'm not a millennial. I'm not a gay man. You know, I'm I'm so not their demographic. But Trixie and Katja, if you're listening, I love you so hard. Just, wow. They, I mean, they've, to me, over the last two weeks since I've discovered them, they've made my life worth living. And that is not overstatement at all. And talking about making life worth living. Season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race has come at the perfect time. Well, and thank God for Watch Party so that you and I can watch it together. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, if you're not watching Drag Race season, if you're not watching any of them, like, you don't know what you're missing. But yeah, season 12 has been very interesting. Fierce queens. They're fierce queens. And then there's stuff going on behind the scenes that's a bit, you know, not great. It's just like, wow. I mean, it's given it like something, right? Mm. I don't know how to put that. Because it's kind of, it's yeah. really awful what's it, happened. Indeed, yes. It, it's just that it's interesting how they're handling it. 
absolutely fierce queen. Let's just say one of the queens acted like a total fucking yes. dick. Like she didn't sign up to the don't be a dick agreement. No. And then now they're having to edit her out. So it's, but. As much as they can. Drag queens make my life worth living. They really do. And I think they're, it, wow. See, I'm speechless. They make my life worth living. Trixie and Kacha, I can only bow to you and I thank you. And I will bring you paydays and Skittles if I ever see you at a meet and greet. <gasps> Dookie. Talk to me. Guess what? Get ready. RuPaul's DragCon is coming to the UK. DragCon in January. I mean, how fabulous. Oh, it seems like such a long time ago. That was really cool. That mm. was really cool. And we can only thank you, Dookie, for getting us press passes. Because I don't think I would have gone without a press pass because I'm not as obsessed as you guys are. But, you know, I like it and I can see the appeal. But, you know, whatever. Uh, wow. It was amazing. It's just a feel-good place, right? It It's like a... In a way, it's this utopian world. Yeah. Without judgment. And where only love and respect and empowerment... Yeah. It was cool. ...is what you feel. To me, it was like... I've never been to Kew Gardens, and I know that as a Londoner now, I know that I really need to go, right? Mm. Um, and I will. Uh, it, to me, it was like what I imagine like going to Kew Gardens is like, and maybe going into the, the greenhouse and seeing these exotic blooms, right? Like where you see like an orchid that's like... like five feet tall or something you know like to me it was like that mm. where you just you're walking into this hot house and you see all of these exotic blooms and you're just like wow i'm in the i'm occupying the same air as these. and yeah that that was one of the highlights for me of of 2020 i don't know if we're gonna have any more highlights of 2020 but it's nice that we've had that highlight right because that was fun Absolutely. that was a fun day it was wonderful. i had such a good time I had such a good time that day. I was just happy to be in the same room with these like eight foot, like Marcia, you say, like an eight. It's like being next to an eight foot orchid that you're never going to see in your life. And it made me happy. I nearly bought a wig. You nearly did. I nearly bought a wig. Why didn't you? I know. Why didn't I? I just feel like maybe like this lockdown thing is telling me like I should be like a chrysalis. It's like a chrysalis for me and I should come out the other end and I'm like this amazing glamazon. Sylvia, when you emerge yes. from the obvious that's happening now, yes. is there a possibility yes. instead of just seeing yes. Sylvia Silversmith, as we now know you, yes. that you may be transformed? Yes. The way that a butterfly flaps its wings for oh, the first time dookie. into a drag king. I see. I don't want to be a drag king because I don't want to. I don't want to. Like I like being a woman, and I, you know I don't have anything against men. And I think you're great, by the way. Um, Thanks very much. Yeah. Well, you're fabulous, and and I like men, and I just said I don't want to be one. So if if. Trixie and Katya want to come over to our house and drag me up. They'd have to drag me up. It's just like being a drag queen. So even though I have a vagina, I still I just want to be like that. You know what I mean? I don't no, know how to explain it. I completely understand. I don't want, like I respect drag kings. We watched that one on that other drag show. Drag, 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 Dragula. 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 With uh, the Boulay brothers. With the Boulay brothers. Yes. It, didn't do it for me so so much. It embraced the whole notion of shock more than yeah. it really should have. Yeah, the queens I, who took part on Dracula, fierce queens. two or three 
series I think have been made. Yeah. They're absolutely amazing. They are amazing. They they try a bit too hard to not be RuPaul's yeah. concern. I think they're, and, they've just yeah. put themselves in a straitjacket. Like mm. they so don't want Literally. to be. Right? Well, exactly. And I think the Boule brothers are amazing. Anyway, the reason I brought that up was because remember that drag king on that? Yes. She was amazing. L- Landon cider oh wow well done yeah land insider mm. she she was an amazing dragging and she absolutely slayed it it's just that yeah it's, that's really cool for what people want to do it's just that i want to come back in my next life as a drag queen one thing that i remember from DragCon is that we had a bit of a show before we even went <gasps> into the venue oh dookie uh, thanks to Marsha and her love of Costa. And if you're a yeah. a long-time Dookie Radio Show follower, you will know that coffee is like a religion to Marsha McDonald. Yeah. And we went to Acosta down the road from the venue. Yeah. And it's also right, not so much next door, it's on the ground floor of a posh hotel. I think it's a Hilton. And many, many, many of the drag queen participants were emerging from the hotel they as were. we were looking out the window. That was so funny. Enjoying our respective hot beverages. And the one thing that I loved about it is you know, we saw people from Series 1 I know. of Drag Race all the way to, to you know recent participants. And they noticed us noticing yeah. them and gave us a thumbs up or I waved at us, knowing that we were fans. And what a wonderful world. To see them all in their queenery mm. and to see Shea Coulee, remember her? Yes. She, she was she was smart enough to be wearing her flat shoes. So I don't think she really wanted to be seen. So she was the only one who was like, I am not looking at anyone because I am not wearing heels. And she had her assistant carrying her suitcase for her. That was fabulous. She was she is a fierce, fierce queen. Oh, Dookie, it's it's so good to have memories like that to sustain us. Absolutely. And also just the demographic breakdown of the participants at DragCon. I know. In January, DragCon London. All it, ages. It was remarkable. All ages. All shapes and sizes, all cultures, all backgrounds. Loads of young girls. And by young girls, girls of you know, eight, nine and ten. Yeah, young who, people are really influenced by, mm, these, by these fears. And me as a not so young person, I am so influenced by them. Jinxie is my spirit queen. Sadly, she wasn't at DragCon. She wasn't. But anyway, we are big fans of DragCon. If, if people aren't into the whole drag race thing it just give it a go it it might make you happy it might make you happy it's a good diversion away from the obvious i'm kind of enjoying the 80s movie nights we've been doing a lot of watch parties yeah cuz i i i didn't really see like a lot of them so <clears throat> like i've seen like ferris bueller obviously you know like yeah some of the more obscure ones, like the one we watched last night, what's that called? Better Off Dead. An abnormal look at a normal teenager. Better Off Dead. Yeah, like I'd never seen that. I'd never heard of it. And that was really good. John Cusack film. It's pretty hardcore on the like, like, you know, nowadays, I'm not I'm not sure that you would see somebody like almost hanging themselves. Wait a minute here. Wait, this is death here. I haven't even been to New York City. Jesus, I haven't even been anywhere. True. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like today, like nowadays, like, I don't know, whatever you think for good or for bad, but you know, it's probably a little bit more sensitive to that. So like, it's like, 
you know, he's like got the rope around his neck. But this is a comedy and it's got claymation. Claymation. Animation. Yeah. You've got amazing skiing. Uh, yeah, the skiing was amazing. <laughs> the the soundtrack, uh, which was largely produced by Rupert Hine, oh, is right. tremendous. It's a perfect film. Yeah, yeah, and it and it and it like scans now. Like it's all you know. It's boy meets you know. Boy gets dumped by girl, but she turned out to be the wrong girl for him anyway. Mm. Boy's trying to get another girl. You know, and and the only thing that doesn't scan is just you know a tinge of light racism. That's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. But you know, you can put that to one side, right? Mm. What's the deal with the depiction of Chinese people in 80s movies? Here's a good example. Two brothers. One speaks no English. The other learned how to speak English from watching the wide world of sports. So you tell me which is better, speaking no English at all or speaking Howard Cosell. I suppose the first film which comes to mind from that era where you think, oh, this maybe isn't such a good look, is Sixteen Candles. What's happening, hot stuff? Appetizing food fit neatly into interesting round pie. It's a quiche. What's your name? Long. What's your first name? Long. The Molly Ringwald film. Yeah, I never, I never really saw that movie, and then I didn't see it until a lot later. And then I didn't. I was like, yeah, I didn't see it at the time. And mm. then I saw it a lot later, and I was like, I don't really like it. But yeah, that's. That's where the the depiction of Chinese people was really it was really something. In Better Off Dead, it is it's quite funny at first, and then you see them all in the car, and like, why do they all have to be eating Chinese food? You know, with <laughs> but, chopsticks. But listen, number one, Chinese food is fantastic. That didn't really bother me so much because I think, well, as an American, you know, what I've been doing in lockdown is just jonesing for a burger, and you know, you can stereotype or what, but. It's true. But yeah, then when you showed me that 16 Candles movie, mm. that that was more like the, the Chinese guy. It wasn't he like banging a big gong or something, you know, like that. So there's one of the Cannonball Run films, which I think just about qualifies as being in the 80s, in which the two people of Oriental extraction one of whom speaks in Chinese, the other one who speaks in Japanese, and they seem to be able to communicate with each other. Oh, dear. And it's, yeah, kind of equally a yeah. bit nauseating. Like, aren't those guys in the in the in Better Off Dead, aren't they both like, they're like depicting Chinese people, but they're, they're actually Japanese. Uh, the Japanese Americans in Better yeah, Off Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, certainly one of the, the actors uh, has a Japanese name. The thing about watching those movies is it, if you're a millennial, you just need to, and you probably do this anyway because you're a millennial, you just need to watch it with Google to hand. Because I just imagine like you'll need to Google like who is Howard Cosell. Yes. Just just to get the, some of it. But not, you know, not all of them. I really like that sure thing, the sure thing. That was good. Embassy Pictures presents a new film by Rob Reiner, The Sure Thing. Another John Cusack Yeah, yeah, film. if you haven't seen The Sure Thing, that, that was really good. Classic road trip, right? Indeed, and you get to see a very young Tim Robbins, one of his first film roles, I believe. And I'm Gary Cooper, but not the Gary Cooper that's dead. <laughs> Hop in. I love that movie. I've seen it so many times. It's got 80s rom-com meets travel film. Yeah. It's a road movie. And it gave us a line, spontaneity has its time and its place. I mean, it, it does 
doesn't get any better than that line. And if I was to study, what is the best tea for me when I'm studying? Oh, yes. Lapsang Fushan? Oh, is that it? Right. I think 80s movie night is a really good idea. I think... I think we're doing it well. You know, maybe we move into the 90s at some point. We can do. I I think certainly an inspiration has been Stranger Things, which has made people very, very focused on that particular era. Yeah, loving it. And Better Off Dead and The Sure Thing were both filmed around the time that uh, Stranger Things is set. Yeah, that's what's making me want to do the 80s night because Stranger Things, you know, the outfits that every, you know, like I'm, I'm down with that. It's so cool. Like, all the outfits, the hair, everything is so cool. And let's face it, it doesn't get any better than Winona Ryder. Winona! Winona Ryder. Have you seen her in those commercials? Yes. Welcome to Winona. Winona! Yeah, I don't, Yeah, those commercials kind of... I really like those, and I don't... I'm just a huge Winona fan. Winona! Squarespace adverts, aren't they? Yeah, no, I know. Mm. It's, like, weird. Like, how did they come... It, yeah. She was born... In that part of the world, and she was named after the town of oh, Winona. Oh, is that why she's called Winona? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, Did you know that Tim Leary uh, was her godfather? You know what, Dookie? I think I did actually. Oh, that did, uh, uh, sorry, that did uh, actually, that does actually ring a bell for and me. You, sorry. And, and the only reason why I ask is Timothy yes. Leary. Uh, he was a big advocate of. Oh, I can't seem to remember oh, the name oh, of the oh, drug. Oh, 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 I know LSD. Ah, yes, that's it. What is this? You just get women to do funny stuff for you, Dookie? Is that what you call it, the Dookie radio show? I've recruited both of you to be helping me with this very thing for years and years. Do you think we're giving listeners... Oh, you know what? You know what's just caught my eye from what I can see of where you're sitting in your studio? Yes. Is that an accordion? Yes. It is an accordion. Okay, so if... Should Martha and I ask... Or is this something that you would prefer to keep private? Well, the fact that my my organ is is out and about Dookie, for everyone to see. You got an organ out there. Is that uh, no, accordion? Yeah. Sorry, it's what I meant to say. Is that? Do you want to talk about that? Because we've been in your studio a lot, and we've never seen that before. I don't have an accordion secret. Um, in fact, it is public knowledge. Okay. Uh, basically. Uh, Flesh Tetris, uh, my band, yeah. we have been missing each other. And right. while the obvious has been taking place, we've been able to link up with each other through the the medium of Zoom or Skype, whatever is available. I gotcha. And uh, the five of us um, had an accordion concert together um, in which wow. each member... Incidentally, we had no idea that each of us in the band has their own accordion. You all ha- just happen to have your own accordion. Yes. Wow. You, and, was uh, that a case of where it was meant to be? It was meant to be. Okay. And not only um, do we all have an accordion, but, and I had no idea about this until we had the, the video link, the Flesh yeah. Tetris meeting online, is that Karen from the band, she has a really posh very big accordion oh, in addition wow. to the style that you have here wow. that you, you can see in front of me now yeah that kind of looks like a toy one you yeah like. this one is a toy one okay she has a, a proper you know the real the wow. real giuseppe oh wow and um and she even took accordion lessons wow from an accordion virtuoso 
Uh, wow. Okay. Mm. Wow. There's nothing that that she's not good at, right? Because she plays the theremin too. Yeah. There's nothing she's not good at. So she plays. She plays the proper accordion. Yes. Okay. She and only you dug all... it out. She only dug it out on request. She had a. We all had almost the same exact model. Holy moly. Yeah. So you were all on, what was it, Zoom? We were. There are other video conferencing sites. Um, And you were all, all five of you? Yes. Playing the accordion? We were. Oh my word, it was meant to be. There are photos of us, including some video footage. That makes me feel Of the sounds that were, were being written, being composed, being performed, being championed. Yes, we were championing the accordion uh, as a, as a unit. That makes me feel a little emotion. It was emotional, yes. Wow. So when they lift this lockdown, you all are going to go flying out of your houses like cannonballs shot out of a cannon. Just fly into each other's arms. Absolutely. That's so sweet. Not a day goes by in which, you know, 50 messages aren't being exchanged. And indeed, the the band remain a, a productive entity. New songs have been written. Are they? And I'm pleased to say isolation does not feature at all, but Gertrude Stein does. <gasps> Gertrude? How yes. does Gertrude Stein? Basically, there's a new track in which we throw shade on all of her artistic and creative friends. Her friends? Yes. Oh, okay. The people that she invited that her to her salon. salon. Yeah. So like Picasso. Yes. Okay. So Hemingway, that kind of thing. And, oh, gosh. Well, that's a very literary reference. So I think a lot of bands are going to be emerging from the obvious writing songs about, you know, detachment. Of course. Which is fine. These are themes which, which are you gotta explored write about what you know. even, you know, when you are able to go out of and about. Of course. We will be entering the music venues and the studio basically detailing the wankers that Gertrude Stein kept company I with. I think Gertrude would have been really down for that. Mm. I mean, she was a bit of a miserable old boot, but yes. I think she would have been quite happy with that creative endeavour going on. I think so. And it's um, the, the track isn't disparaging of Gertrude. Okay, good. Okay. It, it, it questions her choices. 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 So that's good. Mm. I'd be impressed with that. I like a literary reference. We aim to please. I do like that. I like that a lot. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Are you done with those mugs? To a mere pedestrian or uninitiated local, Penge may appear to be an unremarkable suburb of London. Neither city nor country, neither posh nor destitute. But in this quiet enclave in the southeastern quarter of our nation's capital is an Art Deco semi-detached house owned and occupied by a North American transplant to Blighty named Slutty Sue. She likes to clean. I popped into Slutty Sue's pristine abode and asked, Slutty Sue, what have you been up to? During lockdown, Dookie, everything is so clean that I've decided to stop showering. I'm so dirty. 
So what have we suggested? We've suggested that uh, people watch Tiger King, even though I'm sure that you already have. Right? Yes. Anybody listening, if you're going to watch Tiger King, you probably already watched it. So yay, thumbs up. Uh, The How to Fix a Drug Scandal, right? Excellent. Watch that if you haven't seen it. Very, very, very good. Uh, What is the name of that unpronounceable podcast stroke YouTube thing? Um, available on YouTube and Spotify and other providers of podcasts as well, I believe. Yes. And last but not Drag least. Race. Yes. Oh, and goodness. Terrible Art in Charity Terrible Shops, Charity which is Shops. on Facebook. Take up a new instrument, whatever you happen to have hanging around. Mm. And do zooming with instruments. Absolutely. Right? Anything zoomy, zoomy. And, oh, 80s movies. 80s movies. 80s movies can't go wrong. Ignore the light racism and it's, they're great. A good starting point. Better off dead. Yes. Real genius. Oh, real genius is so good. The sure thing. Yes. And if you have seen it, see it again. If you haven't, you're in for a treat. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, of course. I have a friend who hasn't seen Ferris Bueller. And I'm like, oh. I envy them being know, able to see also, it for the first I know what's time. also weird about her is she hasn't seen Spinal Tap either. And to me, that just is Ooh. like, you haven't seen Ferris Bueller and you haven't seen Spinal Tap? Oh, my word. I mean, Spinal, Spinal Tap is an 80s film, so it would qualify. Yes, I know. It's just mm. bizarre. So, yes, if you haven't seen them, see them. And if you have, see them again, because they just get better. Ooh, also, an honourable mention for Better Call Saul as well, which is sumptuous. Yeah, That's I haven't seen that. You and Mark, I know you and Mark oh, love it. it. Oh, it is good. so good. Ah, oh, the so writing. So good. Uh, I mean, uh, Gustav. That's all I'll say, Dookie. I'm just going to leave that right there. I mean, I just love him. Don't you love him? Mr. Esposito. I kind of want to run my... Esposito. I kind of want to run my business like he does. His, you know? Which aspect? He he does a legitimate uh, fried chicken business, but he also does a... Another business. <laughs> He's got another business. <laughs> which <laughs> it's like which some, is more specialist, you know, arguably. Somebody said, you know, he's the only black man in Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, and he sells mm. fried chicken and meth. Mm. You know, okay, so, uh, but, you know, I just, I think he's a great character, right? A fantastic taste in cars as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I hadn't thought he's got a Volvo, Volvo right? Estate. Yeah. Well, that is indeed your lot. I'm now going to investigate whether or not I can do a doctorate in anal at the Open University, or any university for that matter. Time is of the essence. I need to do some serious exploring. You've been listening to Virus con Dios. My name is Dukey and I've been your host. And until next time, may the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Thanks for listening. Half a pound of tuppenny rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Facebook. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page. Facebook. Easy to find, it will not take an age. Facebook www.facebook.com 
forward slash The Dookie Radio Show The Dookie Radio Show The thin white Dookie is right Click your way to the Dookie Radio Show Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash the Dookie Radio Show The Dookie Radio Show The Dookie Radio Show I don't know I don't know about the, what is this called the zoomy zoomy. I don't know, Dookie. I can see you, but I I don't know what you're saying. No, I can't. No, I can't hear you. No, no, no. I don't know about this. Why do I have to see you in order to talk to you? My David used to just talk on the phone, didn't he? You just pick up the phone. You just no, I can't hear you. No, no, I don't. Can you hear me? You can hear... No. Yes. No. What? I can hear you. How about now? But... I'm going to have another gin.